Hello, and welcome to episode 102 of Film Night. My name's Richie. My name's Jack. My name's Henry. And in today's episode, we're talking about Mulholland Drive. How you guys doing? Fine, Richie, yeah. Dirty meddling, caught the fun, yeah. <laughs> Very good, thank you, Richie. Oh, How about you? Yeah, I'm, I'm good, thanks. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> yeah. um, how, how, how have your weeks been? Yeah, it's been okay. Um, <laughs> Joe's not here, it's a shame, because... I would have liked to have got his thoughts on Mulholland Drive. I would also, mm. yeah. Yeah, it's a shame he's not here. Yes. But, uh, but, yeah, he just couldn't make it. So, what a shame. Just busy working. Hope he didn't have an accident. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, are we ready to get into this uh, this review? Um, as ready as I'll ever be. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, took words right out of my mouth. Exactly what I was going to say. Okay. Right, well, this week... We're talking about Mulholland Drive. Can we just say we've been sort of recommended to do this, haven't we? Yeah, this has been a yeah, this has been recommended by uh, uh, Ben and Rob, the Villa fans. Uh, the Villa. Um, they, 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 I, I don't know which one of them it was that actually said it. Sorry, lads, um, but it was one of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, saying it was like their favorite film or something. Mm, I think. Mm. Yeah, one of them said it was their favorite. Yeah. So um, interesting. Thanks for the suggestion. I'd like to know how many um, viewings. You've had it. Yeah. Well, can I yeah. can I just say at this point that we should encourage more people to interact and tell us what they would want us to review. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And it, you know, Richie, if, if I was going to do such a thing, <laughs> how how on God's green earth would I go about doing <laughs> doing such a task? Well, I'll tell you. It's very simple. Please, please tell me. It's very simple. You can either email us at filmnight at yahoo.co.uk. That would be the most recommended way to do okay. it. Okay. Um, alternatively, if you want, you can tweet us at filmnight underscore. At filmnight underscore. Yeah. Okay, I'll go and give that a follow yeah. now. But there is less of a chance of us reading it out, the message, on the show. If you tweet us, better to email us. But right. if it's a short and snappy message that you can fit into 140 characters, <laughs> why not? Why? Why not? And if you're feeling very, if you're feeling very brave yeah. and very, um, I don't know, just up for anything in a wild mood, mm. why not head over to our Facebook page and leave a post on there? Yeah, if you want. Brilliant. Yeah. But yeah, thanks for the recommendation. And it's definitely something we'd like to, yeah, do more of. God, yeah. Inter- yeah. Especially when they've got these dry months now. Yep. And oh. it's another week um, God, when yeah. we were sort of umming and ahhing about what we're going to see. Yeah, another dire list of uh, uh, the local cinema. Yeah. Um, I think we're just, you know, just at the start of May now. There's a lot of, a lot of dry months. So I think, listeners, if you want to get in touch with us... You'd I mean, be helping us out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I hope that this, the fact that we've uh, turned around and... Uh, followed the instructions of one of our fans so quickly, uh, will encourage others. Mm. You know, because you, you yeah. will be heard. Yeah, yeah, and you have been. Yeah. But this isn't empty promises. This is this is the real stuff. This is five people, four people. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. That's what we are. That's what we're about. Yeah, our feet have always stayed on the ground, no matter the heights we've got. Yeah, yeah. just because we're into the hundred club now. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This thing is still free. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Yeah. I think we should probably get started now. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, Mulholland Drive. 
we're gonna be we're, we're just gonna be talking spoilers off the bat for this one. Uh, there's, there's no there's no non spoiler talk whatsoever. If you're listening to this and you haven't seen the film, See there's the no film. point. There's no point. To Good be luck honest. to you. Just watch <laughs> just watch the film and uh, Christ knows what we're even gonna have to say spoiler wise. But just we're not holding back. So. Christ knows what we're gonna say. To Christ me. knows what we're gonna say. So. Yeah, here's a fucking clip. (laughs) They start out that I'm in here, but it's not day or night. It's kind of half night, you know? But it looks just like this, except for the light. And I'm scared like I can't tell you. Of all people, you're standing right over there. by that counter. You're in both dreams. And you're scared. I get even more frightened when I see how afraid you are, and... then I realize what it is. (laughs) There's a man... in back of this place. Mulholland Drive is directed by David Lynch, and it stars Naomi Watts, Laura Hiring, and Justin Theroux. The synopsis is, After a car wreck on the winding Mulholland Drive renders a woman amnesiac, she and a perky Hollywood hopeful search for... What? So she was perky, wasn't she? You know what I mean? Sorry. Sorry, just a bit giddy. He's finished uni. (laughs) She and her perky Hollywood hopeful search for clues and answers across Los Angeles in a twisting venture beyond dreams and reality. What did you two think of Mulholland Drive? Well, does anyone have a particular desire to just dive in? Because I'm just a bit lost. I think we all are, but... Lost on Mulholland Drive. Does anyone... (laughs) Yeah. Down that widey road. Does anyone have any... Thoughts? Do you want to just get out there straight away? Or... Um, what the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> oh yeah, that sums, that sums it up quite well, Richie. Um, yeah, I, I did think whilst watching it. Yeah, this is, the, sorry, just in case it, it isn't obvious, this is our first time ever watching this film yeah. for all of us. So, uh, I don't know about you two, but I, I hadn't I hadn't read anything about it. I I literally knew nothing nope. about the film, so yeah. I was going into this blind. You know, the only thing I knew was that it was voted number one. Yeah, film uh, of this millennium in a BBC poll, wasn't it? Yeah, was it? Yeah, BBC poll yeah. of the of the twenty first century. Of the twenty first century. Sorry, so yeah, that's the only thing I knew about it, plot wise. Yeah, nothing apart from what it said on IMDb on the when you Google it. And that was it. Yeah. So what I wanted to go into this as I always do is blind as I possibly can yeah. be. But blow me. Was I blind? Was I blind in, my in this one? I mean, good Jesus, where do you start? But I have to say, surely, you know, the majority of people who've just finished watching it, as we have, you know, a matter of minute, minutes ago, or half an hour, whatever it was, I think most people would be struggling. I you think, think. I think. I think most people struggle on the rewatch. To be honest, I it's think it's just crazy. Do you I, think we're not just being? Uh, no, idiots. no, no, because because after we finished, we all sort of <laughs> went straight on Google <laughs> yeah. um, and had a little search and tried to see what other people made of it. And a lot of people were saying, you know, 
maybe it's best not to overanalyze this. Mm. And maybe it's we have never read a film like obviously. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and and you know, like yeah, like what he says. Even on a rewatch, I'm not sure it would clear too many things up. It's definitely one of those films, isn't it, where it's open to interpretation. Now, I usually don't have a problem with that, but with this, <laughs> with this, whilst watching it, I did think, okay, we're going to come to the conclusion, and it, it's at least going to tie up a few knots or a few things. Um, maybe it'll come full circle, and you know. But even after it finished, I still didn't really feel like too many things were clear in my head. I was still very, very confused. There were a lot of characters who I just hadn't got my head around at all, like the cowboy. Um, <laughs> Um, the guy who we saw a couple of times sat in the room on his own with the little earpiece on. Mm. There's a lot of things that I just have got no two, idea. The two guys in the uh, cafe the, or the, the fast food restaurant or whatever. Yeah. yeah still, There's a lot of things that just I, I just can't understand. It's very, very confusing. But I think we can all sort of understand the basic plot of she's an aspiring actress and it's gone wrong. <laughs> and then... A lot of people are saying, what "Yeah, we... but that's not the bit that I'm trying to. F- that's not the bit that yeah, I mean, I'm that's... trying to think about." Yeah. Okay, well, what? Go on then. What, what's? Well, I don't know. I I don't know what the fuck I've watched. If you're listening to this, can you please just let us know if you understand our our thoughts? Because surely you don't understand it after the first watch. Yeah, I want to know what Rob and Ben think of this. Yeah, but yeah, I do. I, I, we... I want to know what they were like after they'd first seen this film. I personally do not think we're just being stupid. Well, you would think that. Well, yeah, I guess, but <laughs> everyone seems to have said that. That I've read, you know, people do say. I think I think it's not going to make any sense to you until you get to the third or fourth watch. But this moment in time, would I watch it three or four times? No, I wouldn't. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. And this is coming from the one who's only the only person in this room who's seen a bit of David Lynch before. Admittedly, not a lot. Mm. Yeah. And I still don't really know what what I just witnessed and sort of what my thoughts are. My thoughts are it was just very weird. Well, shall we try? And, and the whole I think. Oh, right. I was gonna. No, sorry, go on. Well, my interpretation was that it was all the whole film was set in like a dream. It was all dream worldy, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. And I think that theme was running throughout the whole film. And I thought Naomi Watts in the first half was that was her when she first came to Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And then in the second half, or towards the end, I'm not really sure how much time passed, but this was her now, or towards the end of her life. We had to do spoilers for her. Yeah, yeah, spoilers. And then Fucked up. she comes through as this, um, <laughs> very overacting, I think that was the point, but she comes through fresh-faced into this world of Hollywood and Los yeah. Angeles, and then she's getting into these roles, not doing as well as she hoped, and it's turned into a sort of... De- to turn into a depressive state. That was my and jealous, and jealous and envious, and yeah. involved in a love triangle. Well, she's in, um, she's in love with the actress she's jealous of, Camilla. Yep, yep. That was what I thought, but then I think there's just so much going on around it. So much to yeah. think. Well, just what the fuck? There are so what, many characters as well, and and the, and the way that what's the supposed whole... to be a metaphor. Yeah, because we're all like the whole thing, like Jack said. It was all these little tiny little vignettes, weren't they? Mm. These little scenes where you'd meet a character, you meet two or three characters, and then yeah. literally just go to someone else, and then you go to someone else. Yeah. And I thought it was all going to come back round. Yeah. 
at least some way. There were definitely parts where it felt like that was going to going happen. Going to happen. Now listen, there's great films out there that leave you always wanting that little bit more at the end. Where the, and I've said it, I say it all the time, the best films are the ones where they don't give you all the answers. You, the viewer, have got to make it up mm. or interpret it yourself. Mm-hmm. But with this one, there was so much that was just... They trod it down and then just went down another path. Now maybe that is because it is. It was like like I said about the dreams thing. It, it, like, it almost feels like whilst making the film, David Lynch sort of had an idea and then didn't think, "How can I fit this idea in?" He just threw it in, like he didn't really think about. Well, maybe he did. That's what dreams maybe, are about, aren't Yeah, I mean, it, you know, you have loads of dreams. That's what ideas are like, Jack. So you have an idea, <laughs> and you know it goes in there somewhere, but you don't. But you don't know where. So you do know. You do know what it is. <laughs> Deep down. Yeah. Possibly. Uh, I was doing a parody of a, an interview with David Lynch there for the listeners' behalf. Who, uh, who basically said, I don't know what it means, but yeah. you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if... if, if, if then again, t- I could just be completely wrong. I mean, this is a thing, isn't it? Oh, God. There's, there's I don't know right. if this is there's the no kind right of... Answer yeah, I don't know if this is the kind no. of thing where you can be wrong. Or you can't be right either. Though. All right. And yeah. you know, we, we yeah, as Jack said, we were sat here reading certain things, and even some critics were saying, oh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think you're supposed to know. It's not overanalyzing. Well, what? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a fan. I, I, listen, I love independent films. I love all these little quirky films, but I'm not a fan of this. I'll just make it up yourself, guys, you know. Yeah, because it almost feels... I, I, I love not having a definitive answer, but at the end of the day, I still want a bit of an answer. Mm. Yeah, and when that happens, like it did here, it kind of feels a bit cop-outy because it's like, you take away anything you want from it, you know, it's not on me, it's, it's for you to take away. Yeah. I still don't feel like I can I can straight out say that's what it is, though, and and it's and I, I don't feel like I can make that decision about it, it, it being uh, a cop-out, or because... Genuinely, to me, it could it it feels it feels like it could have actually meant something to David Lynch as he was making it, but it's so it's so it really uh, a lot, a lot disjointed and it's so and the, the 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 time scale of it is so intertwined and this is a problem and what I thought, Richie, my main my main thought going from ahead as I was watching it was. This is like Memento. If this is going to be like Memento, yeah, I have to found same. out that the woman whose name escapes me was it Camilla or whatever. Uh, Betty, mm. Betty had, had a car accident and she had amnesia. I thought, well, right, okay, so it's gonna be a Memento style film, and it's gonna. Well, that wasn't Betty, by the way. But she called herself Betty, didn't she? No, she called herself Rita. Oh, uh, Rita, sorry, yeah. Yeah, bollocks. Yeah, Rita. See how fucking confusing it is. Like, <laughs> like bleeding names he had. Yeah, they each had about. So, so anyway, so when she had a car accident, and it was all, it was mainly about Naomi Watts and Betty. No, Rita. Tra- what? <laughs> Rita and Betty. <laughs> but Rita. Right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Naomi Watts and Rita. Christ alive! <laughs> you know, he's messing my head in this film. I can't remember <laughs> what you were thinking. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like Memento when Naomi Watson and Rita were trying to retrace their steps. Yeah. Yep, and all these little clips that are seemingly nothing to do with it are we're going to... all going to mean something. And I was thinking the whole thing. I was watching it all. going to connect Everything really means something. Yeah. And I was trying to think in that way because, you know, 
Well, that's kind of the natural thought that comes to you whilst you're watching a film like this is, okay, at the moment it seems disjointed, but it will will come together. Mm. There there was that great sort of comedic sequence where he's um, in the office and he's laughing away with that guy and then he just shoots him and then it all starts to go wrong because he accidentally shoots another woman and then he... He brings yeah. the janitor into it. There's quite some funny bits for him. And then the fire alarm go, yeah. goes off. I'd forgotten about that. And that was a great little bit, but I don't see how it connected <laughs> to anything else. Well, you? because he was sort of the hitman, wasn't he? Well, he was the hitman, but I don't understand who anyone... But Naomi Watts hired at the end of the film to go yeah. and kill Camilla. But I don't know who yeah. the guy he shot was. The Black Book. He had the Black Book, which the guy who... Which he obtained from the... Guy from Billy Ray Cyrus in his house. That big, that big fucker went round to Billy Ray Cyrus. Mm. It went round to Justin Theroux's house. Who Billy Ray Cyrus at? Was that was that house. was the same. Oh, I don't remember. I don't remember him taking the black book. That's what he was there for. That's what I thought. Wasn't he? he no, was, no, he was there to. He was there to. I thought he was there to fucking beat up Justin Theroux. Well, he kept shouting his name, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, Mr. Kasher. Mr. Yeah, I think he was there to beat up uh, Justin Threw because Justin Threw had just wrecked the, the fucking mob boss's car. Or mm. whatever. Mm. Because all these, there's these little scenes in there, it's like distracting you from, from, from deciding on whether you like the film or not. Because I just keep coming back to these little scenes and thinking, how did that fit into the film? Mm. And why do I care about it? I feel like the answer is just that, oh, you've just got to watch it again. You've got to watch it a couple of times and eventually that that will you'll be able to f- think of your own kind of idea of what that's about. And that's not necessarily wrong. It's not necessarily right. It's not necessarily what someone else came up with. But it's just what you came up with, what the film said to you. It's what, it's how you make sense of it. Yeah. So, to sum up, I don't fucking know what I just watched. I, I don't either. I, I don't either. I liked some of the styles that we saw in there. Like he kept using that shot where it was like blurry, and then it came into focus. Yeah, that's some great. I mean, that was sort of like the amnesia sort of side of it, wasn't it? I thought. Yeah. yeah. It would be like really juddery and blurry. Or the dream, like yeah, blurriness. Yeah. 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 yeah There's some cool techniques and. Yeah, it's really well shot. I like. Yeah, I I I can see how how people can consider Lynch uh, oh consider this a masterpiece in filmmaking because it does look really great. Mm-hmm. But I just I'm just so confused. Yeah, <laughs> I am, and I think anyone who tells himself otherwise is lying to themselves. After one watch, well, yeah, it's even difficult. after sort of like two or three, because well, you'll have to watch it two or three times and then. See if you lie to yourself yeah, or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right, Richie. I think if you do watch it a couple of times or three times, whatever, something will eventually sort of come to you. And unless you fight it, though, like you have to, you, you'll have to watch it more than once and have the same open mind over and over again. Yeah. And I can't fucking be bothered. And try and yeah, I guess no, at, least, at least Memento. You watch Memento again. Yeah. For some little bits that you'd be able to pick up on. Yeah. With this, I mean, I don't really know because. I think mean, what I think there's no right or wrong. Definitely, it's just what it's just down to what you take away from it. Oh yeah, there's no way there's there's a definite answer to this. Mm. Which is why yeah, my okay, so you want to go and watch it again? You'll just come up with a different sort of narrative, won't you? I think I don't. Do you know what I mean? And then it turned out that that 
Or you'll, or you'll be focusing on the main narrative itself and anything that's aside, anything that's that's not part of the main storyline, mm. you'll be trying to think of how that's um, how that's a metaphor for what's going on or what the film's about or exactly Hollywood. Us, or, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. and so you'll 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 have that you'll have that more in your mind of of what you're trying to think yeah. possibly. I think there's definitely a wider comment on Hollywood that David Lynch is trying to do here. Yeah, definitely, especially with the suicide at the end as well. Yeah, and just this whole idea oh yeah, of that's that's you know one of the more chasing the dream sort so of speak and yeah, that, that's that's one of the more obvious side of the uh, obvious points of the film. Mm-hmm. Even though, even though it's it can really kind of be summed up just with those two scenes, almost. I mean, the two scenes of her entering Los Angeles with the you know the bright light on her face and <laughs> the opportunity that she sees in front of her, and then uh, her fucking descent into the madness. Yeah. At the end, it, it's the it's the little things in there that's that's what make it confusing. I know. Yeah. There's so many little like the box that make it and. Yeah, the box. I don't really, I don't really have a full grasp on that. I thought it was consciousness. Well, that's what I read as well. Someone else said that. Then I don't know really because then I don't. But which side is? Well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, bloody know, Richie. Yeah, and at the end, it turned out that Coco was just in Thoreau's mum at that at that party. She she remember the, when they were being introduced. Yeah, and she was like, "Oh, I'm." Yeah, I, don't, I feel like there's some aspects to her character that aren't real. I don't really don't really quite get yet. Just like with everything else. And then there was that old woman, there was that old crazy woman that turned up to the apartment. And yeah. And Beth, Is travel coming? Yeah, and Beth, and then Coco comes and takes her away and little details like that. I mean, the one that sort of stands out for me is the scene when they go to the nightclub about 4am in the morning or whatever it was. Oh, oh fuck. Like <laughs> where everything was even even that guy, he was literally saying it's all an illusion. Yeah. And it's all, all the sounds or the music. It's all pre-recorded. Just recorded and all that. And when he was sort of saying, right, it's all an illusion, I thought, right, okay, so sort of backs up my theory about the, the dream aspect of it and all that. Does that mean something? Then, so, 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 yeah, so it's like, oh, the, the ideal Los Angeles is... Yeah. Is an illusion. Is an illusion. Oh, yeah, it's no, probably but, multiple things. But, but Yeah, but I mean, Naomi Harris and Rita... They're an illusion. Yeah, yeah. What Naomi up until that point, Naomi Harris's relationship with Rita is, is mm. Naomi, Naomi Watts. Yeah, that's what you said. You said Naomi Harris. That was uh, the Watts. woman out of Moonlight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Naomi Watts. Yeah, yeah. And 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 maybe when he was saying all oh, the bands pre-recorded and all of that, maybe it was talking about how like. Yeah, the whole Hollywood facade is an illusion, but her yeah. her life as an actress within it is sort of predetermined, and she's sort of bound to fail. That seems to be the main, yeah, the main and thing it's my, trying to get across. And that was my that was my main how I thought the story worked in terms of the start was the past, yeah, and the end was sort of the now, yeah. But as well, I mean, I don't know about you, but. Was 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 it sort of all drug, drug induced as well? I don't really know. I mean, she didn't see anyone taking any drugs, but that stupid video of you watching before Jack, and someone said she was smoking cocaine at the start, or whatever. Yeah, someone said that. And I think the whole thing. I mean, it could be because it's clear towards the end of the film that Naomi Watts is going insane, sort of thing. And, mm. and there's some really good scenes there where massive stark stark contrast 
between Naomi Watts at the start and then at the end. Which is the innocence sort of. Well, yeah, the start is just this, yeah. Yeah, as Richie really said, polite, radiant. Yeah. yeah. Like, I thought she was acting, she's overacting a. Yeah, because that was an what she was meant to be, yeah. yeah. And then at the end, she's a, she's a mess, and, and you can tell. And when she's in the diner speaking to the hitman and, and all that, yeah, she kind of couldn't believe what she'd just done. You know, it's almost as if Hollywood's ruined her. Yeah, and it's but she couldn't believe that she was capable of doing such a thing. Of you know, you know by the end, it's all it's all sort Jealous. of it's all mania, isn't it? The whole the whole thing of the whole thing of like huge jealousy, but also the fact that. You know, she's in love with this woman. Yeah. And then she's got um, a rival in Justin Theroux, the director who... It's actually who's Justin Theroux. Justin Theroux, the director who's in a relationship Sorry. with her. And it's she, only because I... So I'm glad and she can't handle that whole thing. And then, yeah, that just sort of kicks her off into this into this yeah. absolute spiral of just of uh, insanity. And, and Yeah. But that aspect, I sort of... And then, the, and then was it her parents, the two old people that were like... Oh, God, no. Chasing her around. They dropped I don't her, think so. They dropped her I don't think so. I don't know. I don't no, because they said, so glad to have met you. Yeah. And stuff. Oh, yeah, no, they can't have been a parent, could they? They were, they were, but they were, they were people that, that helped, they were helpful people that she met as she went in. It turned out. Bright eyed, and then they were the ones tormenting her. Because they saw like, were they tormenting? Were they meant to represent? Because she was just going mental at that point, wasn't she? She was, she was just completely insane. Were they meant to represent people who she sort of let down by her failure? Mm, I no, because think she, didn't, that. she didn't know them enough in the first place. I just think they were sort of, mm. you know, if you sort of... But they were like, they were like false, nice, friendly people. I'm saying, so I, I, what I thought, so that, what, what I thought is that at the start, they, they were very nice to her. Yeah. It was a very funny scene where they're sort of in the car and all smiling that really good. Yeah, it's the really fake smiles. Though, yeah, really it? fake smiles. Yeah. And then, you know, you're sort of, mentally ill you think that everyone's out to sort of get you and the world's against you and if someone offers you help in a nice way behind the backs they're going to be completely different and be despise yeah. you and yeah I reckon she'd have thought they'd be nice to her but be had alternative motives or something but I think yeah like that, that's that's like that's like Hollywood again it's, it's, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah oh yeah people yeah, seem yeah, like they're yeah, nice yeah. and trying to help you out but yeah, you know really they're just, yeah, just fuck out, it, fucking you over out to fuck you yeah yeah, yeah. but again though I, I would stress that at that point she was just delusional as well oh, yeah. so you got a bit of that it, it was just it, a hallucination it, it well. it? yeah yeah but you know yeah she fucking put a hit I think out in that a... regard in that regard in terms of telling this story in the yeah the little vignettes and yeah okay dream sequence whatever and then having it in the present I, I like I like that idea mm. but just don't like I don't like the other stuff in between I don't think or I, I certainly can't make any fucking sense of it no. yeah I, like all yeah. that the, all that thing about this is the girl him being forced to I mean again that's just Hollywood well it's just a Hollywood comment yeah I guess is it all just about Hollywood then is that is the whole thing is every studio, little aspect just about Hollywood how the studio has all the power and the director can't yeah do anything yeah, I wasn't really a fan of that is there, is there nothing cause yeah, is there nothing it, deeper to it than just oh yeah Hollywood's a fucking bitch yeah we only saw that actress who he, who he was forced to cast like one more time at the end when she came in and yeah, and kissed Camilla, whatever she's called. Yeah, 
and that was it. And yeah, I don't understand that. I don't know. I don't know. I think that's an overriding theme of the yeah. podcast. And do you know what I'd say, Cockers? If you're out there and this is the first ever time you clicked on film that podcast, please go and listen to a hundred more of our episodes. Yeah, we're not usually this fucking clueless. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We do like to be tooled up on most things, but you know, yeah, David think... Lynch has got the better of us this time. Yeah, that's what I'd say. Tip of the old just, hats to him. Just one thing I just want to bring up because I don't well, really know what more we got to say, but. <laughs> So I know we're talking off air about is Twin Peaks like this? I think someone asked, and I said, "Well, no, it's not actually." Mm. And well, there is. You know, you know that scene, really creepy scene where Naomi Watts is like, is going for the audition with that old guy. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Now a bit about um, stories taken from that Twin scene, Peaks actually. episodes. Okay, I think it might be like the second or third episode, and he going, he it he kills both or something. Hmm. Yeah, a bit. Mm. She says, "Oh, he kills both." Yeah, that's from that's from one of the episodes. Okay, well, that's interesting because I was going to say that that scene was probably my favourite scene. It was yeah, very, it was yeah, very yeah, good. That though. was good. So, and I, I liked I liked the sort of aspect of as we had with their finest, but completely fucking different. You know, the film within the film sort of thing, or yeah. the play within the play, if you like. And mm. That side was interesting in just seeing her trying to break, get into the industry, so yeah. to speak. And, because he, cause he originally took his hand off her ass, and then she grabbed it and shoved it back on, didn't she? Yeah, but I, yeah, I she, thought it was a good. It's quite a, it's a good scene. That it was very good scene. I, mm-hmm. I really liked that. Mm-hmm. And then the whole thing afterwards, whilst they're walking away, and yeah, with the casting agent, she's like, "There's lots of really good bits in this." Yeah, and just muddled. It's how they connect. Yeah, is what I'm. I don't, I don't think there was any point where I was thinking I'm not enjoying this. No, to no. be honest, I agree with that. Yeah, no. which I think is interesting considering I didn't know what the fuck what was, was going, going on, on half yeah. the time. Yeah. So, I, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. But I, I, I'm going to give it out of ten. I, I wasn't watching it thinking that. I, I agree, but hmm. yeah, like yeah, I was I was enjoying each scene yeah. individually for what it was. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I've got much more to say about this uh, film right now. To be honest, uh, apart from wait, without without one in, without. <coughs> seeming or feeling any more like a, a fucking idiot because the more I talk about this the more I feel like I'm just talking shit <laughs> yeah I just feel a bit like that Should shit get banged but the one thing we haven't really talked about is the actual performances which I thought were very good well yeah like like Henry was saying about Naomi Watts doing the uh, over the top thing towards the beginning of the film yeah and, uh, and the way that kind of ends up mm. yeah there was some very good performances actually really good acting mm. I think that was sort of a breakthrough film as well that was the film of Paul did you want to say something about Justin Thoreau's name oh yeah um, you know he's Louis Theroux's cousin yeah but Louis Theroux calls himself Louis Theroux yeah Justin Theroux calls himself Justin Theroux which, which is the correct one well he, it's his, up to your own interpretation it's your own interpretation oh that's why he was cast <laughs> no apparently that side of the family call it Theroux one side of the family calls it Theroux that's what he said nice. that is interesting listen to a podcast with Louis Theroux you know Brit- Britain's Louis Theroux yes you know, that's what he said oh, that's interesting yeah because it's Justin Theroux is he American uh, I don't know I couldn't tell I don't know that much about uh, Justin Theroux I thought he was quite good though you know Jack's yeah. talking about the performances he was good yeah yeah, he was. Everyone was. And then Naomi Watts went on to do uh, King Kong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah he's American. He is American. Mm. And he went on to do um, A Girl on the Train, what it was called. The Girl on the Train. Justin Theroux. Girl, the Girl on the Train. Yeah. Which, who was he in that? 
Oh, oh Christ, he was a yeah, Lincoln, wasn't he? Yeah. Four, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so but both their careers went down with shitter. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. Uh, has anyone got I wonder else? what it's like as an actor to work <laughs> on a David Lynch film. Do you, I wonder, I'd like to know what they have to say about him and their experience of working mm. on a film of his because it yeah. must be quite a surreal. Well, you've got a DVD. I bet there must be some extras on there. I want to know what it's like when you receive your script for the film and you read it, <laughs> and then you read it again. You think? Oh, uh, <laughs> I think I've got a blockbuster I can make. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, for fucking Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, um, anything else you want to bring no, up this film? Uh, no. Um, no. Okay. Not really. Let's move on to favourite scenes then. I've already said what mine is. It's the yeah. audition. It's a very good choice scene, so. Yeah, alright, okay. okay. I think I'll no, go. Interestingly, mm. I said this off air, but IndieWire voted the scene right at the start, the best jump scare of all time. When he's walking around the corner mm. of a diner, mm. and I said I've already seen that before because I've already just seen it on the website. Yeah. Mm. Nice, nice. It didn't I, make me jump. Disagree when, with that. It didn't make me jump when I watched it on IndieWire. Never mind, fucking in film. I knew it was coming. Yeah, it's obvious. Well, I, yeah, I knew it was coming. But I just don't. Yeah, just another weird bit. As well. yeah. yeah, it was very strange. Um, but not, what, what but was that, not what scary. Was that, what was that thing symbolising? Yeah, we only saw it again two, the two or three times. End consumer of Hollywood. <laughs> God. Yeah, no idea. But, I don't know. But for my favourite scene, I think I'll pick the scene where the hitman shoots the guy and then it all sort of goes badly for him because it was quite funny, that. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was good. It's quite well put together and how one thing led to the other and it ends up with the... It's a bit sort of classic comedy in the other side of the room just hearing someone scream. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and his reaction of, oh, God. Yeah. And then a cracking long shot of the cleaner as well. Yeah. And he sort of stood there motionless. Yeah. <laughs> And it ends with him just shooting the the vacuum, and, and that sort of leads to the fire alarm going mm. off. I thought you were going to pick the nightclub scene. But... <laughs> yeah, it was quite quite an easy step, under one to understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very easy that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that that's mine. Um, right. I don't really know to be honest, because like I said before, there's all these little vignettes. So I don't really. Come on, we all know it's the one where she gets in bed with her. <laughs> oh well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, why is voting the best film of this century you know what yeah. I mean <laughs> yeah it was a good bit um, <laughs> good bits should I say <laughs> uh, um, yeah. I feel like I should try and choose something different because I probably would say mm. Chuck's scene mm. but at the same time I don't really know yeah, go on. I'll just go for Jack's scene. A bit boring, but that was yeah, a scene right. I genuinely enjoyed. Okay. Right, what are we giving this film? <laughs> this, is, this is a bloody weird one to do. I honestly don't feel like I can give it a rating yet. Well, you ha- when you give it for this, you definitely have the to look... first non-rating. I mean, look, <laughs> this is definitely one where... I mean, we say sometimes it'll probably change on, on a second viewing. Yeah, yeah. But this is one where, you know, we're giving this a rating now... Purely on a with scope to move up or down. Purely with purely with scope, yeah, to move up or down as we as we go through, and maybe we'll watch it again. But we have to judge it on our first viewing, I think. Obviously, mm. well, no, I'll judge on my second, shall I? No, but no, but you could you could be you know tempted to give it a sort of anyway an unfair rating. Okay, fair enough, Jack. I'll I'll give it something then. <laughs> so I'll do what I usually don't do and just give it a rating that I think I should give it. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. I've got a bit of David Lynch on you there. <laughs> <laughs> You know within. Oh, God. Right, well, I think the listeners want to know, so can you just tell them? 
Oh, uh, I right, I right, I'm just gonna go ahead and say okay. a number. I'm gonna give it an eight. Ooh, wow, wow. Um, well, I don't know. Like that. I say, I, I think it did a lot of. I think a lot of the filmmaking was great. I think it did a lot of things well. Yeah. And the parts of it that I did understand was all really good, and I was really enjoying. Um. So there's a lot of parts that I don't understand, but I mean. Who's to say if that's the film's fault or my fault? So yeah. I just don't have to give it an eight. I don't fucking know. It's an eight. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. <laughs> with scope to change. Yeah. Um, I'll go with a six point five. I, I I was watching it and I wasn't thinking, oh, this is you know this is terrible. I hate it. No. Like you, Richie, I was watching it and I was enjoying it. I was enjoying the the little um, chop and change of the different scenes and mm-hmm. things like that and. Yeah, I mean, what more? What more is there to say? I'll just go with a six and a half. <laughs> pluck it out of the thin air. Yeah. Mm. What about you, Woodster? I think I will hit this with a six. Okay. I think I've got a rough idea. Well, I don't really know, to be honest. <laughs> you know, I sort of yeah. Oh, just God. give it a six because Christ knows what I've just watched. Really. Oh God. Um, yeah. Bet you wish you'd not hadn't. Clicked on this episode now, don't you? <laughs> yeah, Christ, this is basically I feel like inaudible. I feel like we've let uh, we haven't Rob and Ben. We down. have actually. We have let down. Sorry, cockers, but I want to get their thoughts on what they thought the first time they watched. First time they yeah, watched because it. Yeah. I, I think yeah, I think a lot of people would feel the same. I don't think we've let them down. Mm. Maybe they suggested it because they remember how they felt after their first watch. Yeah, Maybe they're f- fucking with us. Yeah. <laughs> After next week, we should choose our own fucking film. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Right. Let's move on. Oh, God. Okay, it's time once again for Quiz Night. Can we have the jingle, please, Dale? Film Night Show with the gang. Here we go. It's question time. Quiz Night Chat. Thank you very much. This week, uh, Woody is our quiz master. uh, I am. Being... As it's a friendly match. <laughs> so, um, yeah, are you just ready to hit us with the first question? or Ready as I'll ever be. All right, let's do it. Question one. Please name a diner that the two young men visited mm. at the start of the film and the two young women visited at the end of the film. Right, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Question two. Diane lived in flat 17, but which flat number was she on the buzzer list? Bloody hell, fire. Yep. Ooh. Yep, oh, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Question three. Why did Rita decide to call herself Rita? You ready? Yeah. Yeah. Question four was, um, can you name the the nightclub the girls visited at 2am? Christ. Theatre or whatever it was. Give you a clue, it was said. Oh, cheers. (laughs) That's a clue. (laughs) That's a clue, it was said towards the end. Right. Next. (laughs) And finally, finish this quote. Oh no. So this comes from... The two film execs, if you want to call them that, and they're having a conversation with Justin Theroux in the boardroom. Mm. 
So the first bit is the film exactly, and the second bit is Justin Theroux, and I'm, I want you to say the last bit. So it was, this is the girl. Hey, that girl is not in my film. It's five words. Okay. All right. All right. right. Answers in question one. What diner did the two guys go to at the beginning of the film? Where he had some weird dreams in Richie. Wikis. Winkies. Winkies. Shit. All right. Close. Close, but not close enough. Yeah. Question two. Excuse me. Was <laughs> Diane lived in flat seventeen? But which flat number did she? Which flat number was she on the buzzer? Clocky. Was it 12? I'd put 12 as well. It was 12, yeah. Well done. Three was, why did Rita decide to call herself Rita? Richie? Uh, she saw a poster of Rita Hayworth on the wall. And Jack? Because she saw a film poster while she was in the shower. <laughs> I mean, you're both right, but I wanted it to be sort of quite specific, so... Didn't say what she saw on the poster. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, she saw the poster and the name was Rita Hayworth. Yeah, but you can deduce that from my answer. No, so I think I'll go oh, for Richie. Yeah. No, I mean, the, thing, the thing is... If she... you're leaving that up much to Henry's interpretation, who knows what he's going to come up yeah, with, you know? What... <laughs> I was going to be an absolute... I've been, I've been influenced by David Lynch. I was going to be a bit of a bitch and say, what was the film? Oh, fuck. But then would have got that, would they? Well, I wouldn't have thought to try and think of it. The but... answer was Gilda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe that. Okay, so Jack, no points for that one, Jack. Okay, the quiz master is boss. Yeah, yeah. Um, question four was, what was the name of the nightclub the young ladies visited? I can't remember who asked first, Jack. Was it you? Was it Sealance? They kept saying Sealance. Richie, 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 Richie. Uh, well, the word that Jack was thinking of was silencio. I didn't. I uh. didn't actually get that though. Oh, I, uh. I just know that that's the word he was thinking yeah, of. Didn't what? know if that was the name of the thing. The title I put was Theatre de la Pretension. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. Should have been called that. Uh, yeah, the word was silencio, not silence. You nonce. It was silence. It was silencio. So close. But she woke up in a dream and went. Silencio, silencio. I know, I know. I can't remember and then what, why, I, what she was saying. My little hint. No, was, I bandai. <laughs> it was probably Indiana Jones at that point, wasn't it? <laughs> then, <laughs> come on, yeah, come on. I'm not I'm not I'm not But um, when I said it, it was said at the end, it was the last word of the film was silencio. Yeah, it was. Yeah, well. Drag queen said it. Didn't mm, she? I didn't. I didn't but pick he, up on that. Yeah. I couldn't really make it more obvious to be honest, but sorry. There we go. No, 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 it should be. Um, finally, finish this quote from I can't remember who it was from. Um, this is a girl. Hey, that girl's not in my film. It's no longer your film. It's not your film anymore. It's no longer your film. Fucking On the nose, in. Richie. Oh, get in. On the nose. Yes. Perfect, Richie. <laughs> What's the scores then, Cox? I think Richie's won. How many have you got? Two. Three. Yes. Nice. Pulled it back at the last there, Richie. Yeah. Whew. Well done. Good work. Yes, thank you, Jim. Well, Dane. Yes, thank well, you very much, Dane. but unfortunately, it means nothing. It means nothing, just like this film. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah, until next week, that was Quiz Night.
Okay, um, getting into some news now. And the first thing we're going to talk about is a trailer for The Big Sick. <laughs> well, lovely title. So this is produced by Judd Apatow. Yes. But not directed by him. Who's directing it? Does anyone know? Oh, you just set it up. Set it up. Sorry, I'm just... Is it anyone? I'm just trolling Judd's IMDB. <laughs> looking at the, uh, the decline that this man's been on. The Big Sick. Directed by Michael Show Showalter. Right, okay, whatever. So, what, uh, what, what do you guys think of this trailer? I think it looks absolutely terrible. Yeah? No, come on, Jack, tell us what you really think. Yeah, get off the fence. That is what it I really think. Describes the best romantic comedy of the year. Yeah. Well, I'm really judge of that because I am the rom-com go-to Well, guy. there's no such thing rom-com. as a rom-com that you don't like. Yeah. Well, maybe this will be the first. Mm. I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt we'll see it. I mean, my God. Yeah. Um, I mean, the jo- some of the jokes in it, you know, about 9-11 and we hate terrorists, it's okay, don't worry about us. Yeah. I, mean, I didn't hear most of it because I was just crying. Is that supposed to be funny? Yeah, I was cringing so much. Yeah. I think that's one of the worst trailers I've ever seen. <laughs> I think it's true, yeah. I, th- I, th- I think that was... I just can't... Just like um, that film, just Mulholland Drive. Bit of can't a difference really, there, isn't it? can't really comprehend what I've just watched. You know, different I, you know, I think I hope. Yeah. Well, for different reasons, I hope. For different reasons, completely. <laughs> As Jack just said then, those jokes are not jokes. I actually think that's an offence to comedy. Quite like Trainwreck was, even though I didn't see it, but I listened to it. You don't need to see it. Don't need to see it, because I already know what it's going to be. That was the last thing he directed, Jotapato. Yep. That's true. Last yeah, thing he directed. He did... He wrote all the first season of Love, and I said this, the worst episode in the second season was the one that he wrote. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's the last film he directed was yeah. Trainwreck, not, yeah. obviously. Yeah. And I think he exists, produced a lot of other things. But yeah, I just think he's going down the shitter now. I didn't. Uh, I didn't finish watching Love. I only. No, I think well, I only watched the rubbish. first episode of the second season. No, just so. What do you think's happened? What, do you reckon? He, I don't know. Why would he? He's got older. Um, possibly. But I just don't understand from people. Trailer, what's you know. funny? You know, because when you look at his thing, what he's done. Forty-year-old virgin. It's a great film. Mm-hmm. Fantastic film. Super bad. Also. Super bad. Knocked up is pretty good. I like knocked up. Yeah. What? How can you go from from that sort of the chibos of peak with it to what he's doing now? That trailer was dire. To be fair, though, those dire. those other films were written by Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. yeah, that might be your answer there. I don't know. He's just he's just moving. It's like he's not even putting effort into yeah. doing anything anymore. He's yeah. just just okay. Yeah, he's only a producer on this, but I don't still, understand why, it's, why? You know, why has he got ninety seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes? Why were those quotes coming up saying it was this rib tickly funny or whatever it said it was? Well, why is Amy Schumer still in work? <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's so many unanswered questions. <sighs> but also, Rotten Tomatoes, how many times do we look at what rating it's got on no, there? It's not, they only gave Mulhall on Drive 83%. That means this, that means the big sick really is 50% better. Ratings like that Mulholland too seriously, Drive. but. So it's like. Just die. Oh, yeah, that's, a, that's the biggest pile of wank I think I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm, I'm never going to. Watch out in a million years. Um, so it was like it's completely unfunny. And one of the guys is out of Utopia as well, I recognise him. Alright. One of the Asian guys. Hmm. So it's like classic sort of in a relationship <laughs> he screws up, she leaves him, then 
then something horrible goes wrong, so they realise what's important in life. Love. And then, and then it, it was this thing. She yeah, goes she into a coma, coma or something. Induced coma. I thought I was just missed a bit because I didn't. I didn't understand what I was watching there because I feel like it went from them sort of. Sorry, can we just say that we stole? <laughs> we absolutely stole the first scene yeah. in Master of None. Yeah, an absolutely carbon copy of Asian like going to bed with white chick. Yeah, white chick wants an Uber. Yeah, they tried to make it. Fuck They hell. tried to change it after by it being Literally. oh, I'm your Uber. Yeah, yeah. But it was like. There's still the basic concept of the awkward. Uh, I, I want to. Yeah, I, the awkward I, one I, that stand for. Should I should I order an Uber for you? Think oh, after God. this awkward, this really awkward interaction. Yeah, literally uh, taken from fucking Master of None, which did it masterfully. Yeah. Masterfully. Masterfully. Yeah. Just absolute that, shower that, of shite. That puts a bit of stick in my mouth. How the hell? Does fi- do things like that get made? How the hell do things like that get made? Money makers, easy jokes, easy laughs. Oh, All those just qu- the worst job, just the worst people. <laughs> yeah. All those quotes in the, the trailer, the though. Scum of humanity. The lowest common. Well, the lowest denominator. common denominator. How can anyone go and see that and tell me that it's funny? Yeah. Gut, gut bustingly funny. That was a quote off it. The most authentic romance you know, som- film. So, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. I do sort of think, well, you know, maybe we should bring back capital punishment. And I, <laughs> and I think for cases like this, yeah. if anyone goes to the screen and laughs at any point in the 90 minutes, and I, let's just say it is probably 90 Take minutes, him to the firing squad. It will be. Take him outside and have him, have him uh, done with. Just get rid of him. We don't, you know, we don't, just, just clogging up humanity, <laughs> aren't we? we? We don't need their thoughts. It's just a complete stain. On God's green earth. We don't need their thoughts polluting our atmosphere, do we? <laughs> no, we really don't need their toxic <laughs> mindsets polluting polluting our air, our air supplies, Jack. And, you know, uh, it's people like that who uh, who keep Hollywood alive. Yeah, and who keep and keep Amy Schumer in work and keep Judd Apatow in work. Yeah, <laughs> that film should not be made. <laughs> on so many levels Amazon Studios as well trying to compete with fucking Netflix fucking and they produce that poor shit poor man's Netflix get gone get in the, <laughs> get in the seat get in the seat <laughs> right, you've got an Amazon Prime account haven't you Woody yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, thanks to Amazon <laughs> Prime thanks to Amazon Prime we, <laughs> Drive. we ordered Mulholland Drive yesterday yeah um, to be fair we did deliver me people just do nothing box set in less than 12 hours so well done Amazon <laughs> <laughs> Apart from that, get in the sea. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from that one thing. Stick to what you do best, delivering films, not making them. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? That's very true. Yeah. Good point. God almighty. Right, should we move on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, think, I think we better add. Yeah. Alright, um, next piece of news we've got to talk about uh, is another absolute gem. Uh, a trailer for The Dark Tower starring Idris Elba and uh, Matthew McConaughey what uh, what do you guys think of this trailer three words complete not to dross <laughs> yeah just just abysmal again I mean it looks yeah absolutely awful and that whole storyline of shite action film yeah bad um, guy tries to kill billions of people will die yeah, yeah I'm a bit I mean, how many times he's a there? devil I'll kill him boy and all that sort of shit fuck the tower falls. All hell break loose. All hell break loose. <laughs> is, he like the, is he like the devil? He's worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and that God. line about um, we're just talking. Does, does your world have guns? And 
You're gonna love Earth. That, oh, yeah. oh, breakneck banter that, wouldn't it? That made me vomit. <laughs> it was so bad. He was like group last week, just went straight down his yeah. throat when Richard yeah. did it. Yeah, yeah. Open your mouth. <laughs> as soon as it's projects out. <laughs> that that's actually the worst line ever delivered in film <laughs> history. <laughs> uh Listeners might think we're being maybe a bit overly uh, negative in this episode. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if we're the problem uh, here, but just no. th- th- this trailer does look like a complete and utter shit. Yeah, it really does. It um, really does. And you know, Idris Elba and Matthew McConaughey, like, inter- you, was, you saw Interstellar, did you? No. Was that one Matthew McConaughey is no stranger to a shite film. No, oh, but God, he's made no. some good ones. He made some belters. And... I didn't see Gold. Uh, no, recent. I didn't see that. <laughs> but, you know, Dallas Buyers Club was the best performance he's ever put in. But... Uh, I suppose, yeah, I suppose, because he did shit, a- shit piece after shit piece before that, then he did Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah. And of course, and then... the first thing he ever did was Days and Confused. Isn't it? Yeah, so people like, so he was good and then he was shit. And then it seemed like he was good again. And I guess now well, is now the start of another well, shit it, yeah. period. Well, I think after Dallas Buyers Club, he became very famous, didn't he? Yes. And he was he was awesome in True Detective Season 1, actually. He was fair. I mean, he, he, he was still... He was big before... Yeah, but like, when he got... Because he, of, he became like, a massive celebrity, almost, didn't he? It was like... But people, like, hated him before that because he was, did such shit. And he was, he was basically just the good-looking... Mm. Shit action guy yeah. with a bit of a weird voice, you know. Some, you know, Sah- not, Sahara. I mean, Jack Travel, you know, if you look at a poster, <laughs> those good posters, but if you know, if you see, see the film, you see the top build actors are Matthew McConaughey and Idris Elba. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, I'd be interested in it, and I think, oh, right, okay, that's that's caught my attention. Yeah. Let's watch the trailer. And then you just see that, and you just think, well, yeah. what the fuck was that? Yeah. <laughs> on top of that, you've got so a generic. Young, just the worst of the worst. On top of that, you've got a young child actor in in a top role, and well, he was dire as well, wasn't he? Mm. I don't know. Yeah, just Dross, Luther Van Dross. <laughs> Both those trailers have just not filled me with any confidence for the genre of yeah. action or comedy. And, and I'm sure, like yeah. you know, I'm sure it, I had any confidence in it anyway. Cause yeah. I'm, sure, I, I'm, I'm sure it was, you know, a great book, but. You know they need to learn that not not everything translates. Not, <laughs> not everything that Stephen to... King wrote can be a book, can be a film. I know, like it is another one that's Fuck. been redone soon, isn't it? Just anything, anything that was a book can be turned into a film. Anything that was a yeah. film before can be turned into another film. Yeah. Anything that anything that's ever existed can be turned into a film. Well, Got a story to tell? You, something ever right interesting happened to you before? Well, we'll make a film out of it. Yeah, that's literally yeah. how it's going down, isn't it? Like Stephen there's King. There's no originality. There's no ideas. There's no one in Hollywood or no one in sort of filmmaking that is coming up with these ideas. Mm. Like clearly, Steve- ever, ever top end. Yeah, like clearly Stephen King doesn't mind. Seeing his films get turned into this Hollywood crap because well, he's, he's getting a massive it, pay- yeah because because he's, he's loving it because he's getting a massive paycheck. He's just saying, come on, Stephen, what's your, what's your other ideas are on the cutting floor over there? Right, pass us that one. Yeah. We'll make a film out of that. We'll make, get we'll make a film out. We'll stretch out for that ninety minutes. That one idea that you had one yeah. one day in the eighties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not interested. No, not interested. Another summer film that's probably yeah. going to be crap. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's move on from this shit then. Uh, before we move on to things that we've watched this week, though, we do have to add in a, a section that we don't often get to add in. Very which exciting. Is, uh, 
uh, fan emails. Mm. Woo! Um, yeah, so it's a, a section that I'm going to call emails. Or in this case, email. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, this email is from Ben, the, uh, the Villa fan. And he says, what the villa? Good afternoon, all. Afternoon, evening. Evening. He, uh, this one's about Sleepless. He says, uh, just my thoughts on Sleepless, the not-so-original corrupt cop actioner starring Jamie Foxx and Michelle Monaghan. For, for one that we decided it, to not go yeah, to see. intentionally avoided. Yeah. Uh, I'm almost certain that this should be a prescription-based cure for insomnia, <laughs> or at the very least as a tourism promotion video for Las Vegas, albeit an unsuccessful one. I cannot fathom how they managed to cram so many different angles of the Vegas Strip. At an already slim 1 hour and 36 minutes runtime, I could have been out of the screening gladly a good 10 to 15 minutes earlier with all the dreamy shots of the Vegas skyline removed. A couple had left after about 20 minutes, Oof. and that was sound judgment on, the, judgment on their behalf. Uh, now there's history with me in Vegas uh, touring movies. I had been to see Last Vegas... Brackets, don't judge me. Um, <laughs> but I came out of the screening with a good mate, and all I said was that it was a giant advert for Las Vegas. No more, no less. A few jugs of vodka slash Red Bulls, some Jaeger bombs and a dirty kebab later. Uh, it had the desired effect. I woke up with a massive hangover and an expedient confirmation of a trip to Vegas, having been booked in my drunken state. <laughs> Christ. Other travel agents are available. Uh, that I had no recollection of booking. However, despite this film being somewhat an advert for Vegas, it would not have the same effect, nor on anyone else, that is 50-50 about going. And that could have been its only saving grace, save for Michelle Monaghan, uh, Michelle Monaghan, sorry, uh, who I could watch all day. Uh, the plot and subsequent, subsequent script was a thin, ham-fisted effort that offered nothing new to the genre that has been done many, many times before and far better. But not much worse, to be honest. Even the twist uh, that came towards the end of the film was telegraphed within the opening 15 minutes. The performances were just about dialed in. Uh, the action was just a poorly choreographed mess with dodgy camera work, overly loud and angry soundtrack to match the miserable, grumpy characters throughout. If I can call this a public service as such, you can. save your time and money, I wish I had. And then he's put a little winky face there. Well, thank you, Ben. Looking forward to your next podcast, Ben. Yeah, thanks for the email. Um, yeah, thanks a lot. Um, you have done as well. I don't think. Well, you, I mean, you have and you haven't because I, I'm glad to know that uh, our beliefs were confirmed yeah. that we shouldn't go and see this. Mm. Um, but you haven't for the fact of we 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 weren't going to anyway. <laughs> Just wasn't interested. Yeah. And I don't judge you because I myself went to see Last Vegas. Did you? Unfortunately. Um, did you, you drunkenly also... book a trip to Vegas? <laughs> I did not. No. Um, if anything, I, 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 that film would have put me off ever going to Vegas. No, that was a, that was a, yeah a truly terrible film, Las Vegas. But I, I saw that before before film night started. I think before I had my film night head on. Head on. So you know, I'm, I'm never going to watch it again. <laughs> it was terrible. It, I imagine it was what it was kind of similar to going in style. Yeah, some old uh, actors coming back together for something that's yeah. Ultimately, crap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it Morgan Freeman in going? In? Yeah, yeah. So he was in that as well. Was, last, De, was De Niro Vegas. in Las Vegas? He was. It was very depressing. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, so yeah, thanks for the heads up about Sleepless. I think that's a, a pretty well put together mm. review there. Mm. Great review. Yeah, definitely. And yes. yeah, we'll avoid it. 
Yeah, we will. I mean, didn't really surprise me sort of the points he's brought there. No. Because even just judging from the trailer, I have no interest in seeing it. Mm. And yeah, it just looks very. It looked very generic, didn't it? And yeah. that's why we. That's why we decided not to because. Yeah. It was just, just you know, the same shit. Like we've just been talking about with the Alien franchise. Mm. Just the same stuff. Yeah. Different actors. It's recycled. It's a recycled dross, isn't it? Really. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's that's the that's all the emails we've got this week. Mm. Remember to uh, send send your emails into filmnightyahoo.co.uk and we'll answer them on the show. Let's move on to things that we've watched this week. Then, yeah, Jack, what have you got for us? Not too many things this week. Just the three things. Oh, um, <laughs> first thing I watched. I, I don't think this is a new Louis Through documentary because it was on a channel called W. Um, WTF. <laughs> yeah, it's on a channel called W, um, and I saw it. It's called Louis Through by Reason of Insanity, and it was part one of two. You no, know it's funny because I've seen both of these. Right. Yeah. Like quite a while ago. Um, no, fairly recently. All right. Okay then. So, yeah, it's the first I've seen of it, and I thought it was. I've not seen the second one yet. I thought it was really good. I mean, it's you know classic Louis doing his what he does brilliantly, asking these. Really quite, um, well, it's kind of, obviously we all know what Louis does best, it's, it's how he does it, and it's the conversational style, mm-hmm. and he sort of, you know, comes to their level, and they open up to him, which is how he makes these great shows, and this one is about, um, he's in, I think it's Ohio, and it's a bunch of patients who are, they've committed, you know, horrendous crimes, you know, a lot of them have murdered people, but they've not gone to prison, they've gone to this mental hospital, um, because... That's what's called by reason of insanity. They're guilty by reason of insanity. Hmm, not seen this. No, one. they're not guilty by reason. Of Sorry, insanity. they're not guilty by reason of insanity. So yeah, and it's quite interesting. They all have different levels. So if you're a level five, you can wander. You know, you've got that's the most freedom you've got. So you can go outside. What are you doing? <laughs> so you can go outside without. Um, I think it's true. You can go outside without being Supervision. being supervised. If you're level one, obviously that's the lowest form, and you you know you can't even leave the building at all. And he goes around and he speaks to these various patients. There's one called Jonathan who he's got schizophrenia and he actually stabbed his own father to death. Um, and he talks to him a lot. And there's another woman who she's very interesting because she she doesn't believe she's insane. You know, she absolutely refuses that she shouldn't be there. You know, they're keeping her there against her will and she's not. No, I feel like that's that's one of the uh, yeah. main points of insanity, isn't it? Yeah, you're you're I'm insane if you if you don't know you're insane. Yeah, I mean that's absolutely it. But it's... I mean I'm not insane. <laughs> that's <right>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. I mean, but it is quite crazy to see someone say it so convincing. You know, so convinced. Hmm. And it was really, really, you know, I mean, there's not loads to say. It's just brilliant, Louis Through. We all know how good he is, but it's yeah, just it's, really it, it's just one I've not seen. Yeah, well, I watched the second one this week actually, so very recent. Right. Um, yeah. But what I just had to that, um, in this, you've got to watch the second one, I yeah, assume. Yeah, it's, it's on recording. Is that this guy in that one who is the opposite of that spectrum in terms of not wanting to think that he's insane? He says, Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm mental, I'm mental. And this guy's. He can't of, be mental then. They've got to let him go. Yeah, this guy's. Reverse psychology. Sort of conning the system a bit. He's, oh, right. Because he knows if he. If he uh, admits that he is, mm. or he changes his behaviour, he'd end up in a sort of state penitentiary. He don't want to do that. He wants to he wants to right. stay in this complex. Is in Ohio, isn't it? This hospital, yeah. Yeah. right? Because he knows if he 
if he changes his ways, he'll have to go to trial and he'll have to go to actual jail. Yeah. This guy sounds like a smart cookie. I don't think he deserves to be in there. No, he's, not smart, he's not a smart cookie. He should... I like him. <laughs> God. That's like I said, we've all done these murders yeah. and stuff. Yeah. An interesting one was this guy who was actually released. Um, I think he was out and then he actually, um, because he stopped taking yeah. his medicine... He sort of went back into this, you know, mental state and ended up shooting two people in a bar, two strangers, and then he was obviously re-entered into the. Into <coughs> and that's why they've got to be so careful before they, um, you know, obviously release them back out into the into the into the public because if they don't take their medication, it can just snap like that and they can be back where they started. So it's pretty pretty interesting stuff. Mm. And then uh, the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> so. Um, Listeners who aren't aware, I'm... You're doing I'm, the MCU journey. Yeah, I've started out last week with... How fortunate. With Iron Man, which I thought was really good. Mm-hmm. And then this week Correct. was a rather large dip in form. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is time for me to bestow upon you the next film. Number three. And unfortunately, it's not another great one. Come on, you're joking. Boom. Iron Man 2. Iron Man 2. The worst of the Iron Man series. Oh. That's a shame to hear, because I do love the first one. Iron Man 3 is good. Iron Man 2 is not. Yeah, I like Iron Man 3. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, then. I'll definitely watch that this week. All right. But um, The Incredible Hulk, I mean, everything about it. You know, (laughs) Tim Roth, who I usually, you know, I've seen in not many things, but a couple of things. The most recent thing I saw him in was a one-off BBC one-hour thing. I think I talked about it. He was brilliant. You haven't even seen him in uh, Reservoir Dogs. (laughs) Huh? Yeah. You've not even seen Reservoir Dogs? You knew this. Well, I didn't. Alright. Oh, you should have guessed. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> but that, that thing that I saw him on the BBC a while ago was just brilliant. His performance was really quite, you know, moving very, very good. And then this, I mean, it was <laughs> it, it was just the script, I think. <laughs> the script was utterly atrocious. <laughs> and every single one of his lines after it, he would he would deliver this sort of stare and a smirk. And, it, and every single line was like that. It was a one-liner script, basically. Just to let the audience know that he is the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> Just to let them know that... How else what, would they know? That that's what's coming. Uh, I mean... Everything about it. I don't really want to talk about it, to be honest. Yeah, shit film. Um, yeah, very right. crap. If you're going to do this journey, you've got to do it properly. Is there another Hulk film? Yeah, oh. no, I've talked about the Eric Oh, Bannel, sorry, Eric yeah. But it's not involved in the MCU. Oh, so I won't, I won't be watching it as part of this. No, you won't. Also, I don't have it on DVD. What's so. cracky on? 2003's is Hulk. Yeah, is Hulk. that another bad one? Hulk. Is that? I, I, I don't know, because I've not seen the Ed Norton one, so... Right. Can't compare it, but... Oh, well, you've watched uh, a brief period of it. Oh, well, sorry, yeah, I did watch the title sequence, and then turned yeah. it off because it's on ITV2. Oh, yeah, the opening... You know straight away... Once... It was... It was it, even the opening bit was, was that. Yeah. The the music is just so over the top, and yeah, then yeah. these really cliched green newspaper cuttings and all that. Yeah, newspaper cutting, green credits. Yeah, um, it's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy the difference between the Incredible Hulk and Iron Man. Yeah, and it came out in this. I can't year. believe that. Right, that's fascinating. Because <clears> even when I was watching it, it didn't even. I know I wasn't watching it on the best quality because it, it was just ITV two. Mm. It wasn't HD or anything. But mm. even on the telly, it looked like it was made. Years ago, it, yeah, it looks. So was that the style that we were trying to go for? Admittedly, I hold my hands up. Didn't watch much of it. It was the same year as Iron Man, minutes, but and it did, yeah, it, it did, did look very dated. Yeah, mm. like yeah, very dated. Yeah, I think I thought that last time, like early two thousand. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, 
Weird. Yeah. Strange. And then, um, did you stay for the post-credit scene? Well, it weird. It wasn't post-credits on the DVD. Oh, was it? No, it was. It was. I mean, it was clear that it was a. You know, it wasn't part of the film because it was a little bit after it finished. But it was before the credit started. And, yeah. and yeah, Tony Stark just turns up and has a word with. Um, who do you speak to now at the bar? I can't remember the character's name. That's how much it had effect on me. <laughs> was um, it Nick Fury? Was it? No, yeah. no, Nick Fury wasn't. Didn't, Fury. didn't show in this. He was in the post-credit sequence of the first Iron Man. Sam Jackson. But no, basically Tony Stark turns up and says, "We're forming a team. What kind of team?" And then it ends. <laughs> uh, yeah, crap. And that's it for me this week. Fabulous. Right, Woody. Yeah, quite a few things, but I'll try and whittle through them as quickly as I can. All right. Uh, Documentary on Madeleine McCann, 10 years on. Oh, I missed that. Saw that on missed Wednesday it. night. Yeah. Why? <laughs> no, I, I, don't, I don't really need to see anymore. Um, yeah, but it was nothing on on the Wednesday, or Wednesday or Thursday, whatever it was. Fair um, enough. Any new info? Nope. Um, not found her? No. No, she's not found. Um, Shame. Yeah, it just said, it basically was journalists who sort of worked on it for the Beeb 10 years ago. Right. Said... This was the Portuguese theory. This was the British theory. And Portuguese theory was uh, the parents were yeah. on it. And the British theory was yeah, because the the chief wrote a book, didn't he, or something? But, anyway, but basically, it's it's just nowhere near to be solved. I don't think it ever will. I don't. You know, no, no. They're sort of cutting back. It's gone. Resources and all that, and, and they've spent like eleven. They've spent like eleven million <laughs> quid on it. In this case. Yeah, yeah. It's just a sad case, but you know. Yeah. It's just nothing new. You know, nothing. it's ten years on. Yeah, yeah. Another um, one is this one I've watched two of them now called Little Boy Blue. It's um, on ITV. I think it's four parter. And the reason I've watched it is because Stephen Graham was on it. <laughs> um, but basically, it's, it's about a uh, true story. I think it's 2006 of this young Everton fan who's about eight or something, run, come home from football training. Is when England was it 2006 when the World Cup? Germany World Cup, yeah. yeah. Just that's <laughs> uh, he's running, running off in training, and then he he was shot and killed, aged eight or nine or something like that. Jeez. That's true. Uh, no, yeah, true story. Yeah, um, he ended up being sort of crossfire, and it was a gang. Parents in on it. <laughs> it, was, it was a gangland shooting got wrong. It was just wrong place, wrong time. So oh, fuck. Um, it's, it's a true story, and Stephen Graham is playing the copper detective who's the head of case trying to find who did it and um, yeah it's not the best thing I've ever seen but it's, it's alright there's only two more left so right. quite enjoying that yeah it's, it's sort of semi-decent semi cool um, two things that I finished off last one, it was the last one of Peter Kay's car share oh I've not seen it yet series two mm-hmm. it's last so ever one. much better than the first one so much better mm, interesting um, again it's only, it's only four episodes um, four half hour episodes as well um, so that's fewer than the first series was, isn't it? So do you think it's better to have just yeah, four? Yeah, better to have fewer. It's, but I'm just the just, quality of the episodes. I'm just he's yeah. stepped up. He's gone back. He's gone back to classic K. Yeah, I might in have to some, give it another try then. In some aspects, I mean, still obviously it relies on the cheesy factor, doesn't it, with all mm. the eighties music and, mm. and, and mm. all that sort of stuff. Uh, but yeah, this is loads better than the first. Loads better. Okay. I think he said it. There will be no more, though. Yeah, yeah, I said that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've really enjoyed this season. It's probably about right as well, to be fair. Yeah. Um, what else have we got? Right, two films actually, two rewatches, so I can whiz through these, don't we? First one, Crank. I think I talked about this yes, before. I think I talked have. about Crank High Voltage before, the second one. Just, <laughs> just 
The most ridiculous film. Um, I think I do remember this. Was this the one yeah, you were talking about where he's... Jason Statham. Yeah, I remember now. Is a ex-hitman. Um, wakes up and he's been injected with some Chinese shit. <laughs> he had to call it a Beijing cocktail. <laughs> but, um, but slows his heart down. And the only way he can stay alive for 90 minutes is to keep his adrenaline up. Which means that he just goes on a 90 minute rampage through LA or wherever it is, I don't know. But the same thing what I said with the second one, Crank High Voltage, is that it's, it knows it's a fucking ridiculous film. It's completely flawed, <laughs> but it knows it. And there's some funny bits in it, there's a lot of funny bits in it. The best part of it is the editing, the way it's made is just brilliant. And I wish someone else would have seen it on this table. <laughs> it's always one of them that goes on ITV at 11 o'clock at night yeah. on a Tuesday night and I always look out for it and every yeah, time yeah. every couple of years I always tape it you and always I always watch, watch it, it. <laughs> it must be the fourth or fifth time I've seen it now it's a definition of, of an easy watch because it's just such it's such a bonkers flawed <laughs> idea but it just takes you on this high octane adrenaline fueled <laughs> ride and yeah there's funny bits in it mm. there's funny bits for the wrong reasons but they're not they know it's for the wrong reasons, so they make it funny. And, and to be fair to Jason, he actually comes up with some good lines. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, I, I, I like Crank. I really wish someone else could see it because I'd like to get another viewpoint on it. Yeah. It's just like a way, it's just the style of it. Really Next like time it's on ITV, let me know, Al. Yeah, well, yeah. On yeah. recording. The way it's edited is brilliant, man. Yeah, really good. And then the last one is a rewatch uh, because. Saw some of it on IndieWire, so it was 25 years since its release. Uh, so we were just talking about before Reservoir Dogs. Ah. Um, don't really know what to say about this, but I think it's just outstanding, isn't it? And Correct. The thing, the thing that I find fascinating about this film is that when they first showed it in Sundance, no one no one got it. No People were walking out and <laughs> um, never didn't win an award or anything. It, it was one of these that took years until it got any well it didn't take years did it because he made Pulp Fiction in 94 but it took a while yeah, for people to sort of appreciate it it went to DVD with VHS they quickly and <laughs> took a while before it yeah took a while before it because I've got like a, a double disc set it's sort of a 10 year anniversary one I've got I think and it's got a little booklet inside it's got a lot of information in it mm. and um, yeah it's just it's just a great film Jack, you need to you need to see that. Oh, I know, I know, I do. Yeah, um, definitely. <laughs> yeah, it's. I just love that film. There's everything about it. You talk about soundtracks before. Mm. I know Quentin's always been synonymous with, with soundtracks in this film, and the one in Reservoir Dogs is outstanding. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a great one to rewatch as well. I think. Do you have it, Richie? Richie? Of course, I have it. Please, may I take it? Bloody hell, you got a big collection there, Jack. You're gonna end up taking this. Yeah, I mate. finish uni on Wednesday. Come around, we'll watch it. Okay. Yeah, you also watch I want to watch it again now. Mm. Yeah. Great film. Great film. Okay, um, Fury watches. I've uh, got uh, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle and yeah. Harold and Kumar escape from Guantanamo Bay. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, just just funny, just fun to watch. Um, a bit of nostalgia as well, uh, but just. Ridiculous films <laughs> and stupid. Game Munchies is on Netflix now. Isn't it? Oh yeah, Game get, get Munchies. Yeah, it's cold over here, isn't it? I've not seen a very Harold and Kumar Christmas yet, though. Mm. I haven't either. Watched that. I've not I've got it. 
Should that be this year's it. Christmas viewer? <laughs> Maybe. Christmas classic. Um, so yeah, just watch those. Just you know, just enjoyed watching them. Yeah. Easy watches, isn't it? Again, oh, another God. another definition of yeah, yeah, yeah. An easy watch. Such yeah. stupid films, <laughs> but yeah, enjoyed it. Uh, I also rewatched Ten Cloverfield Lane. Mm. Um, right. Yeah, enjoyed it again. Feel pretty much the same same way. I any... like to give that a rewatch. Yeah. If anything, I feel like maybe it it might go down half a mark, or because right. there's definitely a, a a bit of space in there where I was feeling a bit uh, more. Well, you see, I remember my overriding my. Well, the ending just ruined it for you. It was great up until the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah and the end just went. Yeah, that's how. I yeah, I understand that viewpoint. Uh, I still stand by what I said about that, which is that. If you bear the Cloverfield film in mind, then yes. it makes that easier to go down, I think. That was a long time ago we did that one, wasn't it? Ooh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there was definitely parts where I was feeling, I don't know, bored is the right word, but maybe it was dragging on a bit. Uh, I think that's probably just because it's it, it doesn't work as well the second time round as it did the first time. Cause it, well, everything's sort of a There's surprise. more of, an, as a, of a kind of mystery angle there, or... Yeah. Or you just the well, first time round. Yeah, the first yeah, time yeah, round. Yeah, you yeah. just or you just don't quite know what's going to happen next. There's, uh, there's that. Yeah, there's that. There's that tenseness I there. See that, yeah. I so the second time round, yeah. you know what's happening. So it's still agree. an enjoyable film. It's still fun, and, and yeah. I still really like it. I still like it much better than fucking Cloverfield. Oh god, yeah. But um, yeah, I do remember feeling yeah. really tense actually during that. But yeah, there's definitely that aspect to it. Okay, um, a few new watches. Uh, something I forgot to mention actually last week. Uh, was the trip to Spain? Uh, I only watched the first episode. Why didn't you mention it? Or did I, you? I forgot. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. It doesn't sound good. Yeah, it's good. Oh, it's good. Yeah, yeah. very good. I mean, pretty similar to Standard, the yeah. others, the other series. Is it's weird how we're on three series of this thing now, and I'm still enjoying it. It's such a strange concept. It is weird. But, just chatting away. Yeah, 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 but they're just they're just really, you know, they're just charismatic. They're just they're just good to watch on screen they've got good chemistry and it's fun to watch them have conversations yeah. or just do impressions you know <laughs> this series is still full full of that as it was with the others I've seen a, the trailer or seen a clip on YouTube it's like two and a half minutes of Mick Jagger yeah they do a lot of Mick Jagger in this one promoted on the YouTube things of it like, shit yeah quick on that then <laughs> yeah no <laughs> yeah, I thought it was funny there's a lot of like how Michael Caine was the main one that right, they did all the time in the right. first one Mick yeah. Jagger is the one they do all the time oh, in this okay. one yeah, so yeah, that was funny. I really enjoyed that. Although there were some really strange, kind of surreal things going on in there, which I don't think I was too crazy about. Right. Very strange ending to it as well. The whole series? Yeah. Well, you've watched the whole thing? Yeah, yeah. How many is it? Six. Oh, crazy. Same as the others, I think, yeah. So you've already put them all on already? Yeah. yeah, they released them all. They released them all at once. On Sky something. But uh, yeah, because yeah. they're not on. Sky's changed. Back in my day, you should put one mm. on the old Sky one. Things change now. They've got to keep up with uh, the streamers, the Netflix. Even, even the BBC put every all the episodes of Car Share onto iPlayer. Yeah, they've got to. They've got to yeah. keep up because people want to just watch and watch and watch. You know, yeah. Master of None's going to all be out at the same time on Netflix next week. Yeah. Um, the that's, only thing that's that's, that's not consumed next week. Well, one of the few things that's not doing that on Netflix is Better Call Saul, which I am also still watching and still really Bollocks. enjoying. Keep forgetting about that. It's really good. It's really it's getting really more Breaking Bad esque, oh, and yeah, I'm really enjoying it. 
Um, I've I've met I've met back up with Gus now, so yeah, it's really good. Really enjoying it. I feel like each series is just getting better. Yes, yes. Um, all right, all right. Here's one for you. I don't know if uh, either of you have been seeing this making its rounds on Facebook. Everyone seems to be talking about this show. Thirteen Reasons Why. Uh, I've 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 seen people talking about seen, it. Yeah. yeah, I've not seen anyone talk about it. Right, so it's, I saw that on Facebook. I saw Claire was watching, and it's the same guy that yes, was in Get Out. She's, she started watching. She watched it first, and then I, I, I when, started after. Wasn't it a novel or something? Is it? Oh, that's news to me. She said it was a novel. She, it, it, she read it. She didn't even like that, so she's not going to watch it. So. It's right. it it got the guy. I thought it was more of a teen. It is a teen drama, yeah. Thing. So I was, you know, knowing this going in, I was like, mm, this is probably going to be, bothered. you know, I'm a bit too old for teen dramas now, you know. <laughs> But I mean, I st- I'd still go back and rewatch teen dramas that I used to like, like Skins and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I thought, you know, if everyone's talking about it, I'll give it a try. And, uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's about this, this, this girl. Kills herself. It kills herself, yeah. It's, it's, and it's like the aftermath of that, and she's left 13 tapes of 13 reasons why she kills committed herself. suicide and who's, who's to blame. Right. And,. This guy who's close to her or whatever is listening to them um, gradually, and so there's a lot of a lot of dragged out. Well, yeah, because it's like everyone he meets up with is like, "What fucking hell? You haven't listened to them yet? I listened to them all in one night." And he's just like, "Oh yeah, I can't really bear to listen to too much at a time." Anyway, it's just plot device, isn't it? They've got to keep it going for thirteen episodes. (laughs) So there's a lot of flashbacks involved in it, basically. And I kind of like the idea of it. I kind of like the the whole mystery there is to it, but it's so fucking badly written. <laughs> it's such awful dialogue, yeah, so cringy. A, yeah, it doesn't surprise me. This. You know, it's like the, the the writers have what I like to call millennia phobia. <laughs> um, so uh, <laughs> there's a scene where uh, the the teenager boy walks into uh, his dad's room or whatever. And they start talking about something, and he's like, "Oh, where's that? Uh, where's that old uh, radio that you, uh, that you that you have that plays CDs or whatever?" And he's like, hmm. "It's called a boombox." And the guy's oh. like, "A boombox? That's seriously what it was called?" And it's like, "Come oh. on, guy, come on. Do you really think like it's it's these writers just think that teenagers nowadays have not heard of anything that <laughs> before. happened before they were born?" There's a lot of stuff like that, and it's really cringy dialogue like that, and god awful Star Wars reference. Have you finished it? Of the... No, no, I'm only a couple of episodes. So, are you like trying? To I'm going to work... carry on because I'm enjoying the mystery kind of thing. I was going to say, like, are you trying to work out who? It's not like a who done it. No, I know, but it... she she's done it. Yeah, she she done it. <laughs> no, I know, but like reckon... she done the suicide. I know, but do you reckon she'll build it up to like who? She's really annoying as well. I'm glad she's committed suicide, to be honest. <laughs> uh, she's a really annoying, upbrown ass character, or she was. Uh... But do you think do you think it'll build build to like who's the main reason why or something? I think it's building. It's supposed to be building it's up to. Be him, he is the main yeah, reason yeah. why he's gonna. He's obviously going to be on the last tape. Each tape is based on a different person. When he comes to this realization, I mean, it's not like it's supposed to be like they're they're all they're all responsible, but for different reasons. Yeah. And I'm enjoying finding out like what the different reasons were, even though they're all as I find them out, they're all not that interesting. Really, they're all just like, oh, she he made me out to be a slut at some point. <laughs> Yeah, so 
It's not very good. No, it doesn't sound it. It's keeping me engaged. Uh, so whatever, I'm still watching it. Yeah, I do see a lot of people posting it. I don't. I don't really. Well, it's not interesting. I don't really get the massive hype about it. I didn't know it was a hype. Yeah, I'm seeing a load of people putting mm. memes on about it and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, you know, you know, you know, something's going to be some good shit when it has a trigger warning at the beginning of it, which there was. Like, oh, uh, if anyone's affected by this kind of topic, then uh, don't watch. Please call the Samaritans. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, go I'm, to I'm our advice by, pages. I'm offended. I'm wondering nine one one. Bit of crowd gets acting. Go to the, go to our support page. Film that slash support. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's all very. Uh, Pretentious um, yeah. and oh, the, the Star Wars reference I wanted to mention. Ooh. It was so it's just so awful. Uh, so, try and, try, I have to try and remember it now. It was more the reaction to it that was awful. He, he was kind of like, "Oh, so it's like uh, it's like Luke Skywalker's father or something like this." The reference isn't important. It's what happened after that. It was a completely out of the out of place reference as well. Just had made no sense. And then the girl just went. Oh my god, you're such a nerd. You are oh. such a nerd, aren't you? Like a real life nerd. God. Yeah. No, I can't wait to watch this. Not really. I think so. You know what? When, when, uh, when Master of None comes out next Friday, I think I might watch, watch this instead. Yeah, watch this instead. It's much better. Okay, and the only other thing I've watched is um, The Life Aquatic, uh, mm. another Wes Anderson film. Um, and I was looking forward to watching it because I've loved every Wes Anderson film I've seen so far. Mm. Uh, this one, I mean, it was still like pretty good. It was uh, Bill Murray was really hilarious in it. He's he's really funny as usual, and uh, uh, there's a lot of good aspects to it. It's still a masterpiece in filmmaking. Um, but I just it's probably my least favorite of the Wes Anderson films so far. It it definitely it dragged out for me. I was definitely feeling the length, and um, I guess I guess just not that invested in the story. Right. I don't think it was that was that loving that. I mean, some great shots throughout the whole thing. He's he's so great, uh, yeah. Wes Anderson. But there's like a it, they're because they're, like, they're on a, a ship basically for a lot of it. And there's this one thing where oh uh, yeah, this was a duty. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah. so the, the, basically they they built the set of this ship and all the different rooms, and then um, but it's like only half of it. So. It's like a one-shot take of him walking through all the rooms and it going past, and it's all like in front of him, like almost like it's a TV sitcom studio set. Yeah, um, it just goes through <coughs> all of them. It looks great, anyway. Um, but yeah, it's just just not as good as some of the other Wes Anderson films. So yeah. if you're going to start with a Wes Anderson film, definitely don't start with that one. Um, or even are you uh, trying to sort it? of work through his? <laughs> catalogue. Uh, just I just I just got it for like my birthday or something that life mm. aquatic one or Christmas or something. Somebody got it for me at some point, and uh, I was like, yeah, I want to watch that. I've lot uh, watched all the others. Really liked him. This one's just not quite as good, unfortunately. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I still want to watch Moonrise Kingdom, which is another of his that I haven't seen. Don't know what else there is yet, but mm. cool. Uh, that's it. So. I forgot something to mention that I watched. Cool. Finished Line of Duty. Oh, uh, yes. Um, Everyone's talking about this as well. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, oh, no, it's BBC. No, no, <laughs> to, no but to be fair, Line of Duty, I've always said Line of Duty was yeah, you have, different. The exception. Yeah. Different it was class. The exception to rule of different class. But I would say this series overall was the worst before. Really? Yeah, I mean... That definitely goes against what I've heard. Yeah, 
thing I loved about it in the past was that he was never afraid to make big decisions. Mm. He was never afraid to kill people off. Right. I'm like, trying to be as diplomatic as I can with this. Shall <laughs> we say someone was dead, he or she, <laughs> at the end of one episode, and you think, well, there's no way she or he is coming back from this. And then they pop up. Right. In the next one, I think, wow. I don't know, it just disappointed me because it was always that program that you can rely on for yeah. shock. And it did have that shock element in a lot of the episodes, but yeah, I think, I think overall it, it was still very good. Still mm. very, very good. And I'd urge you to go on Netflix and they've got the first three series on, on Netflix. The first, the first one is just incredible. The first mm. series is incredible. But yeah, I think overall it was it was very good, but it's not quite Carly. Is there going to be another one? Yeah, I think it's going to be another two, actually. Mm. Oh, dear. Does that make you nervous? Oh, no, sorry. I think it might just be... Well, we were just speaking about us quitting while you were ahead, weren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We always get some of these really good actors in. Is it Fandy Newton? Or I want to say... Tandy Newton. Tandy Newton. Newton. How you pronounce it, I think. She was She's main... in Westworld as well. Yeah, Westworld, yeah. She was the main villain in this one. Mm. She was... She's brilliant. Yeah, but you know what else has good actors in it? What? The Dark Tower. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I think, uh, overall, Land of Duty, yeah, it was uh, pretty good, but not its usual, you know. Well, you, you summed it up perfectly, not Carling. Yeah, it's not quite Carling, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Alright. Oh, speaking of beer, I'm sorry, I know it's, it always leads on to It's absolutely things. sad you going to end this podcast, but you know, I had the first therapy of the week, yeah. last week, yeah. and it didn't have a story on. Yeah, why didn't it? Well, I'm going to tell you why. Tell you for why. I went and saved me today, and looking at the air selection as I was allowed to do, and we had the Badger section, Badger BA labs, mm. and I thought, oh, yeah, that's all right, first therapy. And then we have one of the other ones, Hopping Hair. That had a little thing on the top saying win a voucher or whatever, so it was a competition. Firstly, Ferret Balls didn't have this little win, this little competition going on. Mm. And they did have a story on. So I must have picked up a bottle that had a little competition thing. Uh. To get rid of competition T's and C's, they've taken a bloody story off. Right. So the story's oh, there. So what are they like? Episode 150, I'll bring one round, you can read it out. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad to know <laughs> they drunk cast, I'll bring, definitely bring one round, you can oh, read yeah. it out. I'm glad to know they've not stopped that. They've not stopped that long with the badger. So that's, <laughs> that's all. So <laughs> you, you've made up with them then? Made up with badger. Yeah. Yeah. Right, Might have bought a couple today. <laughs> <laughs> Alright then. Okay, well, uh, I think that's it then, isn't it? So yeah. I guess we'll just move on to say for the final time that you can email us at filmnet at yahoo.co.uk yeah, uh, and follow us on Twitter at filmnet underscore and subscribe to us on YouTube, iTunes and any of the podcasts that you found us on. I say subscribe to us on YouTube, but it's actually been quite a while since anything's been uploaded <laughs> there. Isn't that true, Jack? Yeah, but the main, the main important thing is subscribing to us on, on, on our website. Right. Subscribing on the website. Or iTunes or whatever. Yeah. Right, well... Um, if that's everything unless anybody's got anything else they'd like to say no then I guess I'll say it's goodbye from me goodbye from me and it's goodbye (laughs) and it's goodbye from me black hole sun won't you come
Silencio. <laughs> Silencio. Fuck off.